Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about making changes. We as entrepreneurs have to make shifts and pivots. And if you are at a roadblock, if you need to make a change and you don't know how or where to start, stay tuned for this really dynamic episode where we're going to talk about at least five ways you can identify what needs to be changed, why it needs to be changed, and just doing it with just love and compassion for yourself and where you want to be. Stay tuned and you'll get more tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes. I would not be here and doing this without you. I want us to be besties online if we aren't. Please follow me on Denise G. Lee on Twitter or find me on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee. And if you haven't done so already, please check me out on DeniseGLee.com where you can reach articles and free courses and tips and all these resources I know will help you grow your personal brand and or service-based business. And lastly, if you've been really loving these episodes, make sure that you write a review and let me know. And I'd love to send you a little token of my appreciation. You can send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I'd love to send it to you. And lastly, make sure that you smash that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. With that being said, let's talk about pivot and changes in all of those things that excite us and make us nervous and scared at the same time. I am of the belief that if you want to grow, not just as a business owner, but as a person, we're going to have to go through changes and pivots and modifying how we just do business. And the best way I kind of need to explain it is we think about the caterpillar transforming into a cocoon and then emerging and breaking through as a butterfly. And when we're at these various different stages, we feel really vulnerable. For example, when you're a caterpillar, you're just getting exposed out into the environment. There's a lot of dangers, dangers with obviously Birds can eat you up and maybe those birds represent insecurities or fears or perceptions of fears from competitors. We have anxieties if we have the guts to finally find a safe spot to land and then be able to have the endurance of staying put and weathering through all of the environment. It could be the rains and the wind and perhaps other things internally that just battle within us. And then then it comes to that another stage where we have to break through. We've gotten so healthy and strong, but we still need to break through and go through some new obstacles and some new challenges. And then we can finally become that beautiful butterfly and fly to new just destinations that we never even thought or even considered was possible. possible. That is a beautiful illustration for kind of what we're going to be talking about, that pivot, those changes. We are going, like it or not, have to embrace these changes. And they could be as a result of you're making more money or perhaps you're having to slow down your business or perhaps things are 
going okay, but you still want to make changes because you just don't really feel like what you're selling is a good fit for your audience, or perhaps you're not feeling very cool about what you're doing. There's so many different reasons why we hit these juncture points in the road of not just business and of life. And I really want us to have some clear understanding about if we're going to pivot, we are going to do it with intention and purpose. We're going to do it with a very clear frame of mind. And whether or not our pivot is short-term or long-term, we always need to have that clarity. And I don't want us to panic and step back and and shirk away from these moments because they can definitely transform you to the next level. I was thinking about a particular person. Um, She is a product-based entrepreneur and she accumulated about geez, at least 50,000 followers. And she was doing really great selling her particular product. It was sleepwear for women. And then one day she just turned to her husband and said, I I, I know that we're making good money and I know I've got a loyal following and all this, but I just don't want to sell sleepwear. I want to pivot. I want to do something else. And she literally had to destroy her $5,000 email list and just rebuild everything from scratch because what she was doing was no longer aligned to where she wanted to be. And she's doing really good now. She's been making some headways and some earned things, but she needed to have that clear chain of thought, a clear method of action, and not just say, I'm just going to tear it all down and we'll hope and pray that everything is going to turn out for the good. We're not going to do that. We're not going to just burn the bridge down and just hope and pray that we're going to land on solid ground. We're going to do things differently. And that, with all that being said, I want us to, I'm going to talk about the some categories, and then we're going to dive in deeply, okay? First of all, we're going to have to have some grounding questions, something, some personal evaluations, and then we're going to discover a new purpose. We're going to learn about what needs to be sacrificed, and then we're going to be talking about how we change and how we redefine new normals, okay? So we're going to ground ourselves. We're going to talk about what that new purpose involves. We're going to talk about what we need to sacrifice. And lastly, we're going to talk about how we're going to change through the pivot. All right. This is a great pen and paper and uh, episode. If you are in that uncertainty, if you're in that world between worlds where you just don't know where you want to go or how you want to begin, this is going to be a really great episode for those of you who are just kind of stuck or want to move, but just don't know how to. All right, now let's talk about this. Okay, so let's talk about grounding questions. Here are about four questions, and there is no right or wrong for any of these things. It's just about you being honest and having self-reflection. And I want to say it twice, so in case you could not understand me the first time, I'm going to repeat the list again, because I know sometimes when I listen to something really good myself, I'm like, oh, did I say that? Did I capture that? Did I get the question? So I, I am one of those people, so I'm going to repeat uh, my list for you. Okay. Number one is, what are your personal and professional values? What are your personal and professional values? Number two, what are your goals for your business? What are your goals for your business? Three, how can you be a better leader or entrepreneur? Three, 
How can you be a better leader or entrepreneur? And lastly, four, whom do you need to add or remove from your team to reach your goals? Whom do you need to add or remove from your team to reach your goals? Now let's talk about each one in details. Number one, about what are your personal and professional values? This is definitely something you're going to have to define for yourself. I'm not going to use our time together to distinguish about what a value is good or not. That's beside the point. I will say that in general, values are definitely something that you are willing to die on that hill. You are willing to, if it costs a cost for your business or a cost in terms of how who or how often you communicate with certain people. This is about your integrity. This is about the things that matter most to you on a soul-based level. I think everyone should basically have these things about no matter what I vow to X or no matter what I refuse to do Y or no matter what I am committed to Z. You have to define what that is for you. But I, for myself, one of the values that I have is integrity. And that's part of the reason why, for example, with my podcast, I never talk about, well, if you work with me, I'll guarantee you, you'll make six figures within a year, or this is how Surefire you're going to be making this kind of money. I noticed that in my podcast episodes, I rarely have ever talked about money because this is a common trap that I see a lot of entrepreneurs do where they focus so much on the money. And yes, we all need money to stay in business, but we're coming from that energy of that anxious self-seeking, I just need to get the money no matter what, we can easily fall out of integrity and we can easily fall ourselves doing things that make us sick, but we're just trying to chase a buck and I don't want to do that. So that's why, for example, one of my values is I rarely if ever talk about the money. Now, obviously, if you're my client or having a private client session, obviously we'll talk about some monetary goals, some financial goals that we, we should be striving for your business. But in regards to just talking in generalities, like I won't and won't mention it because I want us to be focused on having a business that we love and it really helps other people. All right. Now let's talk about number two, your goals for your, your business. Now everybody has different goals for their business. Now some people in 2021, everyone's focused on followers, right? On socials and and obviously the financials, but then there's other aspects that I think are not really considered is about what is your social impact that you want to do for your business. I think about Tom's shoes, for example, and they give up a certain percentage of every shoe sale to go towards providing free shoes to people in Africa and some villages and whatnot. I don't know. You need to decide for you obviously other than the the financials you know what really is important that you want to have for your business in terms of a goal i if you haven't seen it if you go to buy any product um if it's just from a local mom and pop or just kind of local business there's always that story about how we started and where we came from and and then it also talks about you know oftentimes we see people talk about who they help and how their business impacts people and their community impact and that's part of their business model and part of their goals is how many people then they can help through their business i want you to think about for yourself what do you want to do in terms of how you want to impact your community it's not just always about the money. Okay. 
Now, number three, how can you be a better leader or entrepreneur? Now, for a lot of entrepreneurs, I see that, and this is my own personal opinion, my own personal opinion, is that a lot of us do not want to accept support because I guess we're so used to trying to be all that we can be independently and we don't want to seem like a burden on other people and we don't want to seem that we are helpless and that we we're resourceful and let me tell you something i personally think that a lot of us can be better if we learn the art of outsourcing the things that aren't our top plate five hundred dollar an hour type of stuff you know for example do we need to write all our emails do we need to uh, write all our sales pages what do we really need to do there are other things that we could be as better in leadership in terms of being less anxious, less filled with angst and anxiety or whatever applies to you. One of the things that I'm noticing, especially amongst female entrepreneurs, is this one-upmanship, meaning that we're always trying to compare what we're doing, and I say we, I'm talking about women, into what another woman's doing. And if you're a guy, you might have that same type of social dynamic amongst men. I think it's toxic, period, because I think that all of us are working working our own uh, unique path in business. And so we don't need to be comparing and one up and, and, and trying to compete with one another because what we're doing is all unique and it's also tailored to our specific audience that we're, we're providing our service with. So that's just my thoughts. Just think about what you need to do in your personal business as well as what you need to do to become a better entrepreneur, period. Lastly, number four is, who do you need to add or remove from your team to reach your goals? I mentioned earlier, I just touched earlier, that some some of you might need to delegate. Some of you guys might need to hire someone. Some of you guys may need to scale back on certain things that seem fun but just don't make sense from a logistical standpoint. I mean, the list goes on and on about what we can and what cannot do. I just want to inform you that you should be able to really identify just without even hesitation, like, okay, I really need to make X or Y change. And I definitely know that this person or this company or whatever can help me reach. And if, and if funds are an issue right now, at least later, at least down the line, you don't have to say assign a, a particular person, but perhaps a, a particular role of what you do not excel at, what you're not good at, and let somebody else take care of it. Trust and believe that if you get great in the art of delegating, they will come up with ideas that you couldn't have ever conceived. And support is definitely is what is needed to grow any business, to become larger and more impactful to your community. All right, now let's talk about, now we've had this grounding, now that we have this understanding about who we are and what we need, let's talk about discovering a new purpose. Businesses, in my opinion, exist for a purpose, to provide solutions for their customers and create social and environmental good. And as an entrepreneur, as a leader, you're here for a purpose as well and to build a strong business and to do good. And I think we're all here to do good for humanity and business and life, but some people find their path sooner than others, but it's never too late. You need to discover your purpose and apply it to your work. So let's break that down 
for what that really means. I remember when I first started working as a business coach, I found myself drifting more and more in towards that pseudo space between life coaching and business coaching. And even though I never bill myself as a life coach, I do find myself talking with a lot of clients about how their past pains and how the last hurts and hangups have influenced them to isolate or to not show up on camera or not really communicate in a way that's confident because the the worry and the shame of not appearing like you've got it all together or afraid of judgment can really cripple you and can really set you back. And I think that's unfortunate that a lot of us are really smart and really adept in so many different areas. But because of all that past fear and worry and anxiety and not measuring up or not feeling that your worth is is actually being appreciated, we might let our our inner light dim a little bit. So I want you to understand, is this purpose really based on who you are or what you think people are? think of you to be. I'll repeat that again. Is this the purpose who you are or what you think other people? In other words, people pleasing. I don't want you to find your purpose to be aligned with, well, I'm going to show X and Y person that I'm capable. So I'm going to just bust my butt and just do all this work. And I'm going to go insane. And at least I can show that I did it. I'm a, I'm a, really rock star person in my industry. And if you're coming from that energy, I don't want you to do that. I want this to be a a business that has a specific purpose in mind, a specific community in mind. And I'm doing this because I really felt like this is my mission. This this feels that it was spirit-led, that this is not something that you can see any other way but you doing this way. I was talking with my husband about, you know, a specific aspect of my business and I was just saying, "Oh my gosh, I find myself drifting more and more into life coaching and and more and more into these talking about these issues of the heart." And that's where my spirit is right now. And so I'm going to instead of just hiding out and not really talk about it, I'm going to just embrace it and just talk about it full storm because I think there's a lot of us out here who have been hurt and have been dealing with so many different issues, but we've been afraid to talk about it because we live in a society that says, go, 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 mask your pain, buy all the things to stuff away the pain. And a lot of us are just feeling hurt and wounded and don't feel anywhere soft and safe to land. So that's why I talk about these issues because I looked for them and I couldn't find it. And I want to, there's somebody for everybody, right? And I want to be a soft, safe safe place for someone who um, can understand and relate with me. But that's my purpose. You need to discover what that, your purpose looks for you. Now let's talk about sacrificing for growth. You know, when I was first beginning this business, I did not respect and understand that building an audience takes time and that it required me to talk with a lot of people that I normally wouldn't want to talk with. This is the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast for a reason because I am an introvert and I would prefer to just kind of stay isolated and while it may feel comfortable, it is not a great place if you're trying to build a brand and build awareness. So the sacrifice for me was get in my comfort zone and communicate with people that under normal circumstances, quite frankly, I wouldn't talk with and not 
assuming that my understanding is the only way to understand certain things. This is just one of many examples, but for a lot of us, you may have heard the expression, no pain, no gain, but really it's not so much there's no pain, it's just no effort, no long-term thinking, no gain. I know you may have read through Forbes and Inc. magazine or scroll through your socials and you're talking, looking at all these people brag about their million dollars or whatever sales, but no one talks about the journey and the process. Most people, unless they don't have Hollywood connections or, or famous publishers or just a, a random viral video, most of us are overnight wonders that took years in the making. I was I've been listening to a audiobook with Adlin Albright and the former Secretary of State, and she was saying that it took me 25 years to um, have my voice heard by the world, and like 25 years, you know. And she was it, since that she was in a college, she was always politically active, and you know she put in her time, you know, to become the woman that she is today. And so I just want us to have that patience, have that long-term thinking that, and, and it doesn't have to be Madeline Albright, just think about someone you know that, that you respect and hold in high regard. Odds are they've gone through their trials and their tribulations and hell and and everything in between. And I just want to let you know that it is okay. It is more than okay to have a season where it feels like nothing is happening, but really what's happening is growth. And, and it may not be growth in your business, maybe growth within yourself. And just be okay with that sacrifice. Be okay with maybe not spending as much time online surfing or spending a little less time, uh, spending time with friends who don't share your same ambitions. I don't know. You have to decide what sacrifice makes sense for your business, but sacrifice is absolutely needed. It's essential if you want to make any change, any pivot. There's out with the old and with the good. So you have to identify what that old is. You have to identify what is time that it's the season's over and it's time to move on and do something different. Okay, let's talk about lastly changing through the pivot. I think that we the beginning of our, our time with one another, I said that grounding where we're valuing who we are and what matters most to us and what we're really seeking. Once we've had that at baseline where we establish what that looks like for us and connecting that with our purpose, we now need to make a list of changes that are needed to move forward, not only in our work, but in our life as well. And the way you think about yourself, how you define your values and what you tell yourself about who you are, are all come together to create your identity as a leader, as an entrepreneur. I have mentioned in an earlier podcast about this whole concept of catch, cancel, correct. And if you haven't been with me, I will uh, remind it. And plus, I want to say it again. So catch, cancel, correct is we, our mind, we're just triggered. It's just biologically triggered. So how we are is that we're thinking negative 24-7. We're always thinking the worst of ourselves and other people. And it's because, you know, back in those caveman days, the person who had the quickest and fastest response was the one who survived the night or the one who evaded the saber-toothed tiger or whatever was roaming around um, uh, during those primate primate area days. 
And so that is why we always think negatively. Now, how we combine combat that is we do this concept called catch, cancel, correct. So when you hear your mind playing you a negative thought, whatever it is, you catch it, you stop it. You don't let yourself dwell it over and over and over. You uh, catch, cancel. So cancel. We say, no, that's not true. And we confront whatever it's true. And then correct, meaning that we replace a a new belief, a new idea uh, that will counter that negative idea. And that is part of changing through the pivot is that we... Just like a building a muscle and just like establishing a new habit, our brain is just wired to get stuck on that. It's not possible. I believe it when I see it. I don't think that this is not going to be because our brains only want to focus on the here and now and it wants to focus on survival mode. And often survival mode is what keeps us stuck and keeps us limited and keeps us afraid. So if we're confronting that directly and saying, nope, I know... Even though it's not arrived yet, what I want, I know it's possible if I keep pursuing this task, I'm going to stay on track and I'm not going to be deterred. And I know that if it's possible for another person, then it's possible for me. And actually, that brings me to the very last thing is that you, in order to have that pivot and have that change is you need support. It is next to impossible that we are all self-made people. You may have heard, I'm a self-made person. I pulled myself up my, my bullshit. Uh, my bootstraps. And oftentimes that's not true. We had people teaching us just the basics, teaching us things that we didn't understand and things that we needed um, to refine it. One of the things that caught my eye, I'm recording this in August in 2021. I was just reading about Simone Biles and she captured bronze and um, in, in the Olympics. And one of the things that they talked about was she had this issue with the twisties, meaning that her body was just kind of more or less betraying her in terms of um, how she did her twists and turns in the air. And apparently a very common thing where if you've been doing certain acrobatic moves over and over and over, um, your body kind of just kind of gets disoriented. And anyway, one of the things that I was reading about was she, for about a week or so before she got the bronze award, she uh, trained about two hours a day in a very private gym, I think about an hour outside of Tokyo. And she was with her medical um, attendant as well as her coaches. Now think about this. She's an Olympic athlete, right? And she has an entourage of a doctor and her coaches alongside her. And she's in a facility where it's uh, apparently her the vaults and all the equipment that she was, was using was heavily padded so she can retrain her body and get herself in a better headspace. Now, if she is an Olympic athlete and she's got two coaches and a medic, why are we doing this solo? Why are we doing this solo? We all we want is we want to make a big impact, and why are we just trying to figure out how to do this all on all on our own? Now, obviously, we can train our best, but won't we get better faster if we had support alongside us? And so, as we're pivoting, all those feelings of anxieties and all those technical hangups can can really mess us up. But when we've got that support, we've got a team alongside us, we can power through those things faster. I doubt there's anyone that's competing in the Olympics. Actually, since I doubt, I know for a fact, there's no one who competes in the Olympics, no one who's performing in their best. It doesn't matter what field it is. 
they have support. They've got professional support. I think we as entrepreneurs need to embrace the fact that support is a necessary increment that will help us get to that next level. And you have to decide for yourself what type of support you need, but please get it. Don't try to do it solo. I know that a lot of us feel like we don't need it, we can't afford it, and we just play ourselves all that messages, but I want to let you know that support will get you there faster. Now, that is it. Let me repeat everything that we talked about, and I'm going to talk about just some key things. Is number one is have that ground zero to establish who you are, what matters most to you. Number two is discover that new purpose. What? Why are you doing this? What matters most to you? At three, sacrifice for growth. What has to go in order for you to develop and become the person you are? Number four, how do you want to change through the pivot? What really you want to see on the other side within yourself? And lastly, get our support. Get your support. Get alongside people who believe in what you believe in and will help you get there faster. Well, that is it. I'm hoping that you really got a lot from this episode. And as always, I really appreciate our time with one another. And I'm hoping that you just got a lot of good insight that you could apply right now in your life, if not now, in the immediate now or in the future. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.